My first guest joins us all the way from Paris. He is the um, the CEO of a uh, groundbreaking waste solutions company called TerraCycle. And he's got this exciting new project that's coming to Canada May 2019. It is called Loop. But before we get into Loop, we're joined by Tom Zaki. And Tom, I've heard the expression that one man's garbage is another man's treasure. And I understand you don't believe there is such a thing as garbage. That's right. I think the idea of waste is sort of an anomaly, and uh, it didn't exist until 70 years ago, and uh, that's where we need to get back to. Who is to blame for the the single-use packaging that's becoming such a big problem? Because, you know, when I think about it, I wonder, you know, is it possible that it's the baby boomers? Because, you know, they were being raised by the silent generation who were basically, you know, people that grew up in the Great Depression. So, you know, some of us can look to our grandparents and think, oh, nothing was ever thrown away. You know, they just hoarded things like elastics and and they used it over and over again in different purposes. So who's responsible? Gosh, it's a good question. I would say that the in the end, the people who voted for disposability are the consumers. Now, sure, you know, when disposability was invented in the 1950s, it was the baby boomers uh, and their maybe you know, their parents who voted for it. But we continue to vote for it today. I mean, every time we buy a disposable coffee cup or, you know, a flexible uh, food package, you name it, we are actively voting for more and more disposability to exist. Which is interesting because as consumers, we are more educated than we ever have been in the past. And, you know, I know that uh, people that, that make the products that we buy know that we're educated, yet you still see these clamshells appearing on small products and you get it home and it's, you know, it's tough to open and you don't know if you can recycle it. Why is this going on? I think we have to look at the virtues of disposability. You know, it's very easy to vilify disposability because of the garbage and, you know, all the problems it causes. But the reason it won, you know, and not just for packaging, but for clothing, for toys, I mean, you name it, it's because it's convenient and affordable. And those are these amazing virtues that I think consumers will still vote for, even while knowing the full negative it causes. I mean, that's the crazy part. So your company, TerraCycle, has uh, put together this new e-commerce shopping platform. It's called Loop. And the whole goal is to do away with garbage. And get us in the loop on exactly how this is going to work and who you're partnered with. So the idea of Loop is to solve waste at the root cause, which is disposability, while honoring the benefits of disposability, which is convenience and affordability. And so the way we do this is we work with major manufacturing companies from Procter & Gamble to Pepsi, Coca-Cola, Mars, Nestle, Unilever, and many, many others, and help them enable durable versions of their product. Then Loop is embedded into major retailers. Uh, Like today I'm in France uh, where Carrefour, the largest retailer here, is embedding it, um, and many around the world. So consumers can then access their favorite product at their favorite retailers, the only real change is they never own the package. And with the package being owned by the manufacturer, three amazing things happen. First, the package moves from being disposable to durable and then gets refilled at the end of its life instead of recycled or disposed. Second, the packaging moves to luxury materials and fantastic designs, like the ice cream container with haagen double wall stainless steel, you know, the um, new Tide container by P&G is also stainless steel and so on. 
But the third part is, to me, the most interesting. New functions start appearing on packaging that never were possible before, like that ice cream container I just mentioned. Keeps your ice cream frozen for multiple hours on the go. And this way, while having the same benefits and economics of disposable products, consumers get the future, and in the future, the idea of waste doesn't exist. And are we paying a lot more for the product? This is the punchline. No, because you never own the package. So today when you buy, let's say, a bag of chips, you're buying the chips, but you're also buying the package. In loop, you buy the chips, but you borrow the package. And because you don't own it, and it maintains the property of the consumer product company, they can invest a lot more into it, but it never is something you have to pay for in full. You are about to throw uh, the, uh, you know, the consumer packaging industry for a loop. <laughs> True. And they'll be able to really benefit if they start thinking about how to make packaging durable in this mindset. And uh, if they don't, you know, that may be a bit challenging. But there's a long way to go. And so far, the momentum is there, though. Tom, you know, as a Canadian, we love to own our success stories. So, you know, it's, it's worth saying that, Tom, you're originally a Torontonian, correct? That's right, yes. I'm uh, proudly Canadian, especially now, even more proudly. Um, but I, I just can't wait to see Loop come to life in Canada. We'll be announcing a major Canadian retailer at the end of uh, the year. Um, so it should be coming to the uh, greater Toronto area uh, and then the rest of Canada from there. What are you hearing from the retailers? The retailers are really positive on the platform. And the reason they are is it does two things. It allows them to solve the packaging problem in a way that works the traditional retail environment. Uh, because having you know people fill the product themselves at store has a lot of quality control problems, and it's very hard for a big retailer to do. But it also allows for way more exciting packaging and products to be given to consumers. So you get the upgrade excitement and upgrade sustainability all at the same time. Yeah, it becomes a little bit of a feature in your home. Well, that's right. Um, imagine walking into a supermarket in a year or two from now, and just like you have an organic aisle, now you have a waste-free aisle. And these packages aren't just waste-free, but ones that you'd want to display in your home and become, you know, effectively, you know, if someone buys a hand soap and then buys a hand soap container to pour the hand soap into, this all does it together in one go. So when you're done with the product, does Loop come and take it away? And what about the cleaning process? Because you're going to have, you know, food and uh, products like shampoo inside these containers. Absolutely. So the first is to always honor what disposability is all about, which is convenience and affordability. Affordability is solved because you don't own the package. Convenience is solved by mimicking a disposable experience. So when your product is empty, dirty, no cleaning by the consumer, you put it into a, a bin that you get from us, mm -hmm. except the bin isn't your recycling bin or your garbage bin, it's now your reuse bin. And you can drop that off at a participating retailer, or it can be picked up from you, whichever you prefer, which is when you get your deposits back on the packaging. And then at Loop, we take the packaging, check it and sort it, and then clean it at really high standards, and then provide it back to the manufacturer who refills it. It's a little bit like the pop bottle exchange when you're a kid, and you'd say, oh, please, Mom, I need to take those back to the store for you, and you'd get to keep the deposit. It's exactly that. It's like how beer models work, you know, even the milkman model. But imagine that 
for all your products, from your razor blade to your fabric care to your hand soap to your shampoo to your Tropicana, you name it. How did you come up with this idea? I, I love the origin story. Like, where were you? Were you in the shower one day using your shampoo and you're like, that uh, is an offensive packaging. But what if we could make it um, a package that was attractive and, and you actually could reuse it? Well, so this all came up actually just two years ago. It's been really, really fast, uh, everything that's happened with Loop. And this happened because, you know, TerraCycle for 16 years has been collecting and recycling hard-to-recycle waste, you know, from dirty diapers to cigarette butts. And we've also been working on integrating waste back into products like ocean plastic into shampoo bottles and really exciting projects. Hmm. And I realized two years ago that recycling is not going to solve waste. Critically important to do. But it's not solving waste at the root. It's only solving waste at the symptom level, really. And that began the journey on sort of thinking about Loop. And the biggest realization was, why should we own the stuff that we don't want to own? I mean, who wants to own a coffee cup the moment it's empty? This is the problem of ownership, right? If the consumer owns that proverbial coffee cup, the goal of the coffee cup manufacturer is to make that cup cheaper, 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 and cheaper, mm. which makes it progressively less appealing. And that's a weird problem. Yeah. It's an understandable problem, and and I love your solution for it. It's fantastic. Now, I want to, before I let you go, you've got this uh, book that you're releasing today. You've actually published, this will be your fourth book. It's called The Future of Packaging from Linear to Circular. Tell us a little bit about it, because I know it's available everywhere as of today. Absolutely. Yeah, it just came live, and it's a really exciting uh, uh, book because this one isn't just my opinion. This is an opinion of the world's leaders in consumers' products, from you know Paul Pullman, who is the CEO of Unilever, to the former head of the Environmental Protection Agency, and many other leaders in this space, thinking through why did we get to this problem of packaging being a big negative? What are the levers that really um, uh, make it what it is? And then especially, how do we think way out of it? And it's really intended for any consumer who wants to get informed on why are we in the world we're in, but also, you know, how do we innovate and think about our way out of it? People who are in the industry and people who are supporting it by consuming. You know, we're living in this world where optics are everything, and being a good corporate citizen is super important. And so we have, uh, you know, um, companies just falling over themselves to prove that they're a good corporate citizen. I can see why they'd want to get together with this uh, loop because it's just it's a win-win for everybody. I really appreciate that. And if you know if any consumer wants to uh, sign up for you know when we do launch in Canada, just go to loopstore.com and you can get in line there and we'll let you know as soon as it's available. Tom, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for your time.